Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to The Dinner Table with your host Chantel and Samantha. Thank you for joining us. Enjoy. Enjoy. What's up everyone? Hey girl, hey. Welcome to another episode. You're at The Dinner Table with Chantel. And Samantha. Samantha, what are we serving our guests tonight? We are spilling the tea as always. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then we are talking about several shows and movies that are now streaming and will be streaming soon. Mm -hmm. And then we have a special interview with Alana Hirsch from the SOS Children's Villages. And she's going to be talking to us about her upcoming event, Steps for SOS. And then we will be telling you about a few more events and recap the Women's March that we attended this past weekend. And then we'll be talking a little bit about food and have our toast at the end. Nice. So before we jump into all of the goods, did you see Cardi B goods? They I did. Yes. I mean, they're saying that she leaked her nudes, but it was really just her face and her breasts. I, I mean, I didn't see it when it actually happened, but thanks to my good friend, Samantha, she just shared them with me. I'm not a creep. I Googled it because what she said, she said her nipples look like salami. And she was like laughing it off. And I was like, how bad can they really be? So I just wanted to see it for myself. Yes. So you can Google it. They are out there. But she used to be a stripper. So this is the first time someone's seen her nipples. I'm more appalled at how how they got leaked. She's just so funny. I'm like, she's just trying to take a picture of her lips. She was using her Instagram story to take a picture of her lips. So she snips you know click and then sends it cardi b turns off her phone in hopes that it will stop posting her flick pic to the story <laughs> but instead offset goes on there it's like nope it's there so then she has to wait for her phone to you know load back up you know how long that could take and then get back onto instagram to delete it from the story but by then too late, Cardi B. Yep, the internet works fast and they screenshot really fast. <laughs> yes. Boosie said, he didn't say put your boobies on Instagram. <laughs> oh my gosh. So another thing the internet freaked out about over the weekend, Billie Eilish stepped out in a form-fitting shirt. Now she's always worn loose clothes and she even made it a thing at one of her concerts before her tour got canceled because of COVID. Like leave her body alone. That's yeah. why she wears loose clothes. Like she doesn't want to be known for the way her body looks. Like she wants right. to be known for her music and her talent, you know? Right. So everyone was freaking out. Oh my God, she's so thick. She has curves. Leave the girl alone. Yeah. She's so yeah. young. Yeah. I feel you on that. Like when I was like a tomboy in middle school, high school, 
when I dressed up like for like a dance or something, they were like, oh my gosh, look how you look like a little, like a girl. Like that's just, it's not a compliment, but. Right. No, leave her alone. I love Billie Eilish. Like if I'm in a mood, that's the album I go straight for. It's really relaxing. It'll calm me down. And that's it. Oh, and then she also had the internet in an uproar because she has these shoes that are mint and white, but in certain lightings, it looks pink and white. And it's kind of like the dress situation. Like, is yeah. it blue and black or is it gold and white? Right. So she was going off on Instagram over the weekend. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. So she started one of those things again. Oh so. my goodness. Well, <laughs> I was totally shocked and what I was going off last week about the 2020 Billboard Music Awards. Did you see any clips or watch it? Did you? Not really. I didn't even know it was happening until the next morning. Same, same. I didn't know what was going on until I heard that Kanye West won four awards. I'm like, cool, Kanye, that's what's up. Make it come back. And then I found out what he won them for. Guys, top gospel artist, top Christian album, top gospel album, and top gospel song. Okay. I'm not trying to hate on Kanye West because y'all know that we are Kanye West fans. I'm a Yeezy fan. Old Yeezy, new Yeezy, Yeezy Yeezy. I'm a Yeezy fan, okay? I also am an avid gospel listener. I listen to my praise and worship. I listen to my Christian music. And as a fan of both, I feel like that was a total slap in the face and a disrespect to all the dedicated, always been committed, gospel singers and gospel artists like they just totally look past my guy Jonathan McReynolds who had an awesome album last year and songs and you have Elevation Worship and Hillsong and lastly I just want to say that the category top gospel song no one had a chance because Kanye West had four out of the five nominations of that yes for his songs from the gospel album of Kanye West was out of five and the fifth one was Kurt Franklin and he won that of course because you know this isn't the first time Billboard has messed up we've talked about this in the past that is just like come on guys disgusting I mean that's cool that you're awarding Kanye for thinking outside the box and like doing something different but he's not the only gospel singer and that was just a like a side project almost like he's gonna go back to rapping how he's always rapped you know it's like yeah he's already leaked music of him rapping him and the baby have a rap song coming out it's just that's what i said it's like a slap in the face i mean okay you i would give him gospel album because it was a good gospel album but artists Mm -hmm. you just have to be you know committed and already an artist because he didn't change his title to gospel, you know, he's not, his genre is still rap. It wasn't changed to gospel. So how does that even compare with the other people? Anyways. So we had, instead of our second presidential debate, we had the dueling town halls. Did you catch any of them? Or either of them, I should say. I caught clips, glimpse. Um, I didn't watch it like I did the first debate. Um, it's still on my list to watch it because I do want to go and watch. But 
No, I didn't watch it. You? I didn't watch it live. I saw clips afterwards. They just made it really hard. Yeah. I feel like as the voter, that did not benefit me whatsoever. Yeah. But we do have the final debate coming up this Thursday, and the debate commission has already agreed to mute the mics. So they will not be talking over each other. So hopefully this will be a healthy debate. (laughs) We'll see. Because if Trump agreed to that, then that's what it has to be. But I wouldn't be surprised if he turns his hands into a microphone and starts shouting out over Joe. That's true. You know how childish he can be. So I don't know if you guys have seen the trending, but very important like news that's happening in Nigeria so I didn't know, like I kept seeing like this in SARS and I'm like, what does this mean? So I looked it up in Nigeria, SARS stands for special anti-robbery squad. And they're right now they're protesting and they're encouraging everyone around the world to help in SARS and um, this social movement against police brutality in Nigeria. So SARS, the special anti-robbery squad was placed to help civilians like um, against armed robberies and, you know, just help protect them. But instead they're extorting, harassing, attacking and killing innocent people. They're profiling youths like with nice cars and clothes. And even if you have a nice iPhone, they assume that you're part of a fraud or a crime. So when they're stopping these people, they're going through their phones and they're also forcing them to withdraw money from their, their account while threatening to beat them or kill them. So that's what the innocent people in Nigeria are facing. So if you're hearing the NSARS and seeing the hashtag, um, that's what's happening over there in Nigeria. And if they're just asking that we like, you know, hashtag it and just put it out there to bring attention to what's happening to them. Yeah, that sounds really scary. So we're not the only ones dealing with police brutality Mm-mm. they're just dealing with it in their own way yeah sad. it is sad because if you have nice things they should, they're just assuming you're a bad person so what I also learned about this week is that Johnson and Johnson has put a pause to their COVID-19 vaccine trial why why you ask this sounds really shady to me they're not being honest with us they're not being really open and transparent they said that one of the study participants have come, they came across a quote unquote, unexpected illness. Now CNN, um, one of these um, reports I read, they said they tried reaching out to Johnson Johnson and the FDA, and they both refused to answer any of their interview questions. Shady, shady, shady. So as we said in the past, we do not want to take a vaccine that's been rushed and neither should you. So nope. just let it run its course. Don't right. believe everything you hear someone in power say, listen to the scientists. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and words of Mama Harris, I ain't taking no vaccine that Trump said to take. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of COVID, a band called the Flaming Lips. I've never heard of them. I think they're like a rock band. They performed on one of the late night shows in bubbles. Like, you know, those really big bubbles that 
I've seen them like at the fair, like you can roll around yeah. in them yeah. or they can like go on water. Yeah. Anyway, so you, they had their own little personal bubble, each band member. And then everyone in the crowd had a, their own personal bubble. So, hey, that might be the future of concert. I mean, I have, have never heard of this flaming lips. I don't know if they got it from hot fries or from a bad date, but um, that sounds like an amazing idea. That sounds like really cool. Right. Like I would like to attend something like that, even like not because of COVID. I just don't. Right. Like I miss concerts. And also I know we've talked about AMC a lot, but I have another update. <laughs> You can now rent out one of the theaters at AMC. You you can pay a little bit extra to like um, have them play the new movies, but you could also like rent it out and I don't know, I guess play home videos or whatever you want to do in there. You can yeah. rent out your own private theater all to yourself. <laughs> that's nice. That's cool. I mean, that's a cool way like uh, to have like a birthday party or some kind of event yeah. special. I mean, they're trying every week they do something different they're trying not to go under so if you're not planning on going to the movies there are a lot of things streaming and will be streaming soon um we have euphoria for all my euphoria lovers out there zendaya just announced that two new episodes are coming soon the first one will be on december 6th Yes. Stranger. That's that jam. So if you watch Euphoria, you already know you're rocking out to that in the car or at home right now. But let me tell you, my other girl crush, Hillary Duff, she posted on her IG story. And it looks like they are filming younger, okay? So this is your chance right now. Season seven, it looks like it's in the works. It was supposed to um, premiere June, 2020, but COVID, of course. So this is your chance. Go on Hulu, catch up on the six seasons of Younger so you can be ready when it comes back. I'm super excited. We talked about it before, mm -hmm. remember? the single mom who's like in her 40s having a hard time finding a job and then she pretends to be in her 20s and finally gets this job at a publishing company where she meets character that Hilary Duff plays in seven seasons so I'm super excited catch up now guys so you can be there on top of it with me yes and it's also time to catch up on the Mandalorian if you haven't watched it yet I'm looking at you Chantel <laughs> I am not watching no Star Wars, baby. I don't get it. I don't get it, oh, baby. Yoda. Why Star is Wars is amazing. Okay, that's another story for another time. So, all my Star Wars fans, <laughs> if you are not caught up yet or you haven't seen The Mandalorian, it's returning October 30th. So, this is your chance to catch up. <laughs> so, any um, other movies that you are suggesting? Because I have one that I'm freaking out about. Oh, um, well, I did see there's a movie now streaming on Disney Plus called mm -hmm. Clouds, and mm -hmm. it's based on a true story about this young boy that developed um, bone cancer, I believe, mm -hmm. and he was a singer, so it looks sad, but they're pushing it, and it looks good, but sad, so I guess when I'm ready for a cry, I might stream that. 
it's like one of those like sad but motivational inspirational movies so i'm sure he like had some kind of cancer but he's like killing it oh my oh oh shoot (laughs) stop That was not no pun intended. That was I wasn't funny. I swear to you. Oh my god! I if it wasn't for you, I, Samantha, I would have even noticed that I said that. <laughs> I'm crying. No. What movie are you looking forward to? Um, The Crab. So if you're looking for a spooky watch this uh, Halloween season, um, 10:28 on October 28th will be on demand you can get it you know how they're releasing movies these days but if you have never seen the craft that was released in 1996 go look it up before the 28th it's your supernatural horror you have these witches are like a coven of witches and their students and if you're familiar with the game light as a feather stiff as a board light as a feather stiff as a board that is from this movie so i'm really excited because I was a fan of the original movie and I know like one of the girls from the original movie is supposed to be in this one. I think she's playing like a mom, Mm. but um, my girl crush, Lovey Simone is one of the girls um, starring in the movie. She's like, Lovey Simone is just adorable. She's on, (laughs) if you ever watch Greenleaf, I just love her, her, her skin and her hair. I just, yeah. So I'm excited because it's a sequel, but also because she's starring in it. She's such a good actress. Mm, That'll be perfect to get in the spooky season. Yes. (laughs) All right. So we have Alana Hirsch with us. She is the manager of fundraising and special events at the SOS Villages. And she's going to tell us about her event that she's planning that's coming up on November 7th. And that is the Steps for SOS. So Alana, tell us about your role at the SOS Villages and a little bit about yourself. Awesome, well, thanks so much for having me on. So as you said, my name's Alana Hirsch. I am the manager of fundraising and special events for SOS Children's Villages, Florida. Um, My typical role is managing our two signature events, uh, Steps for SOS, which is coming up in November and our Light Up the Village event in December. We do have other signature events, such as our gala, which is actually our largest event, but SOS Children's Villages is a foster care community based in Coconut Creek that specializes in keeping siblings together. We offer on-site programs such as mental health counseling, case management, twice weekly tutoring, uh, life skills classes, as well as our Next Steps program, which helps our young foster children transitioning out of foster care um, have an easier transition into adulthood. So helping them apply for college, helping them find affordable housing, a job, and pretty much anything that they need from graduating high school to starting their own families and beyond. Wow, that's amazing, especially like the part like it's so important. I feel like I would never want to be separated from my siblings. And I think that's awesome that that's a focus on top of the other services you provide for these children that just, I feel like I didn't know that like, you know, the foster care facilities did those type of things. So I think that's amazing. So can you tell us a little bit, how do children get picked 
for certain foster home placements? So for us specifically, we work with an organization called ChildNet and they're pretty much our middleman. So they're our referral group. So what might happen is like BSO, for example, will go into a home and remove a sibling set from there. They will then talk to ChildNet, who will then refer the sibling set to us. Um, so a good example of that is our largest sibling set to date came to us about a year ago. Um, they were a sibling set of eight. The youngest of the siblings was three days old and he actually just had his first birthday and started walking. So we're able to also experience those moments with him as well as his siblings. You know, they're all there together. They're having these childhood memories. They're able to see each other all the time. And that's definitely what sets us apart from other organizations. Wow. That's amazing. So can you tell us a little bit more about the villages, how many houses, what there's like a house parent, what is their role and responsibility in the children's lives? So we have 13 single family homes and a foster parent in each home and they care for up to six children. Um, one of our houses actually has a couple in there who's married. So that's our main exception, but that is possible for any other couple that wants to be a foster parent. Um, our foster parents honestly pretty much do anything and everything, especially nowadays. They wear multiple hats from being, you know, a foster parent to a friend, to a teacher, to a cafeteria person. You know, all of our kids are currently at home, but they pretty much help on a non-COVID day, you know, transport them to school, um, any extracurricular activities, they care for the home, they make sure they do homework, and they do day in and day out stuff for our kids. They're with us 365 days a year. They live at the village, the house is their home. And of course, you know, if they wanna take off or go on vacation, we do have respite staff that will come in and take care of our kids. But they are the frontline workers of our organization and honestly our heroes. Wow, that's amazing. So if anyone's listening right now and wants to become a foster parent, how can they sign up, volunteer? What's the process for them? I always tell people who are interested in getting involved in that aspect in our organization to start with our mentoring program. Our mentoring program pretty much teams up an individual with either a sibling set or our children and they'll start as a volunteer coming into the village with our foster parents. And then after a certain amount of time, they'll be able to see if, you know, the children or child clicks with this mentor. And then they would be able to do other activities together, such as going out to dinner. Um, we've had a family whose wife's a mentor and she takes them for the holidays. So they'll have um, dinners with their family or pool days at their house, stuff like that. And it's a perfect introduction without, I would say, the full responsibilities of being a foster parent. And just to, you know, have that experience to see if that's something that they're interested in doing in the future. Nice. Yeah, that sounds like a perfect um, stepping stone. But what if you're not interested in being a foster parent and you want to volunteer in other ways? So we offer a bunch of volunteer opportunities, um, specifically for our special events. We need volunteers pretty much from the moment we start planning the event to the event day. 
We also do have volunteers that come in and help with specific departments. So it could be helping, you know, with data entry, answering phone calls, anything like that, um, sorting uh, donations or volunteering for uh, a company. We have organizations that come in during their give back days. And then anyone else, um, especially right now, we do a lot of remote volunteer opportunities through our events. And if we need any assistance making phone calls or doing outreach, anything like that. So we know like COVID has like messed up a lot of our plans. So, and you mentioned a lot of services and we just talked about volunteering due to COVID, like, is there any protocols? Like, have you stopped the interactions, you know, with the children's and the families? Or do you see like, are you still accepting volunteers at this time? So during COVID, pretty much the beginning of COVID, we completely quarantined the village. Um, our children have quarantined together, um, but you know, as numbers kept increasing, we decided to have them quarantined per home. Um, we do, we've had partnered up with other organizations such as Pollo Tropical, or we've had um, personal ponies come in and do little in-house events for our kids where we'll allow a scheduled time and each house can go out and, you know, just get out and have an experience. But besides that, we haven't really allowed anyone at the village. Um, we paused our volunteer and mentorship programs. However, we do offer remote volunteer opportunities, especially for students that need volunteer hours. And we do that through our Steps for SOS event. But we've closed off our village. Pretty much most of our employees are remote, except for some executive staff members and um, any additional staff members that need to come in. Our case management also comes in from time to time. Um, there's always, always at least one representative there. And for our mental health counseling and therapy, that's all done via telehealth. Wow, I bet that's been a little difficult having to transition. And I know also your event Steps for SOS is now um, transitioned into a virtual event. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, so this is our first virtual 5K event. Uh, it is our largest community event. Last year we had about 1,500 people attend at Tradewinds Park in Coconut Creek. Wow. Um, you know, with it going virtual, it offers a lot of opportunities for anyone to participate from wherever they are and whenever. Um, there isn't a designated time for them to, you know, get up and start running or walking, and it doesn't limit them just to those activities. So they can you know, get on a stationary bike, get on their Peloton, a treadmill, if they're not comfortable going outside or even taking your dog to the park or doing an at-home workout. That offers us a lot of opportunities to get more participants. With that event, um, as you know, most nonprofits right now that are planning virtual events, we have seen it be a little more of a challenge to get a lot of people or as many people to participate but it is a great opportunity for anyone that's interested in our organization to get involved. The event itself is free to register. Um, we do offer incentives and rewards for anyone that fundraises to a certain goal or certain amount that they have. And our goal overall is to raise $120,000 for our foster children. 
and that helps ensure that we're able to provide all the services that we do for them, especially in terms of tutoring with virtual learning right now and then being at home, they need extra attention in math and reading that they weren't, aren't getting now because they're not in-person classes. And um, that was a decision that we made as an organization to keep them at home and continue virtual learning. But there are still those needs and as well as you know, 16 boys being at home all day. There's increased costs in food. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine how much they eat personally, yeah. but there is a lot of increased costs um, for them being at home. And just getting involved with our Steps for SOS event is the easiest and honestly, I would hope most fun way to get involved right now with our organization. I mean, that's amazing. Any, if you're listening, guys, any way you can get involved, every dollar counts. I mean, it's going to a great cause. Children need the food, counseling, the tutoring. So please tell us, Alana, how can people donate and find more information about the organization? So to hear more about our Steps for SOS event, you can visit stepsforsos.org. And for our organization, for any information, um, you know, if you want to submit a volunteer application or make a donation, you can visit our website, sosflorida.com, or follow us on social media at SOS Florida. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming to the dinner table. We loved having you here and learning more about the SOS Villages. Thank you so much for having me. Bye, Alana. I hope you guys reach your goal of $120,000. I will be donating soon, so... Look out for that. Um, I saw, I like to saw the link in your bio, like each of you, the employees there, you guys have your own separate goals? Yes, so anyone that registers can create their own goal. Okay. And, you know, there's an opportunity to either increase it or change it a little bit, um, but you can personalize messaging and all of that stuff on the Steps for SOS page. Nice, nice. Thank you so much. And happy birthday to Alana, everyone. She, this is awesome. Like she took time out of her birthday weekend to spend with us at the dinner table. We really appreciate your time. Oh, thank you so much. It's been a great time with both of you. <laughs> Bye. Oh my God. I love how she mentioned that you can incorporate your Peloton. Mm -hmm. So I might have to do that because you guys know I'm a Peloton owner now. <laughs> yeah, so you guys definitely find a way you want to participate. Peloton, walking your dog, just getting up, moving around. Also, your girl has collaborated with the SOS Children Villages. And you can do a 20-minute dance fitness workout with me. So it's going to be on their website. And it's going to be on their Facebook come November the 7th. So please, you know, donate, dance, donate, dance, and donate and dance some more. Yes. <laughs> Dancing for a good cause. Right, right. <laughs> and also, if you're looking for some more dancing to do in Delray Beach, Old School Square has their live performances coming back on October 23rd. See, Derrick Beach is like already moving forward. Like COVID never happened. The Ave is like crazy back on Sundays again. I'm just like, it's crazy. The Christmas tree is already up. 
Bruh. When you text me that the Christmas tree was up, I'm like, great. I can put my Christmas stuff up. Yeah. I think everyone is just kind of skipping to the Christmas tree this year. I've noticed. <laughs> I still haven't put my pumpkins up. I've been slacking, which is really crazy for me. I mean, I might just skip the whole pumpkin thing and just put the Christmas tree up this year. It's a weird year. You just want to eat and drink your pumpkin. You don't want it in your place. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. It's just a weird year. So I don't know. Maybe I'll just put the Christmas tree up tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, but you still, it's still a harvest. Like you still have until Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's still a fall season. So no, I'm just behind this year, but it's okay. It's 2020. You can do what you want, however you want. But I know usually Delray, it takes a while for them to put up the tree. So, but they usually start in November, which is really weird. Yeah, they must be up to something. Yeah, like, maybe they think it's supposed to bring us joy. Like maybe yeah. bring happiness. Happiness. Right. <laughs> so um, we went to the Women's March this past weekend. And I mean, you guys follow us on Instagram. If you don't, go follow us now. And you could check out our pictures from the Women's March. What'd you uh, think about the Women's March, Samantha? I loved being in a like-minded crowd. And I think it was awesome spending our Saturday morning fighting for what we think is right. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a favorite part of the March? I thought it was cool they did the planking for RBG and you participated and I just took pictures. So that was cool. <laughs> that was my favorite. The planking. That was the plank for RBG was really cool. That was a good idea. Yeah. I feel like a minute and 30 second plank. I could have like gone further. I felt it because like they it was um a moment of silence at the same time. And they also encouraged you to like have a moment of silence for Black Lives Matter, for LGBTQ. So it was like everything. So like while I was holding my plank, I kept I was just thinking about Breonna Taylor. And I believe that that literally is like what got me through that mm-hmm. plank during the moment of silence. So it was really touching. Yeah, I also loved having your grandma there. She was, we were in the back of the line. Mm-hmm. And I think we were near like a lot of quiet people. Maybe yeah. some shy people were around us in the back. So grandma made it a point to start the chants. Yes. <laughs> so that was fun. And not only did she make it a point to make it a chant, we got like reposted onto the Women's March Instagram story. Like, yeah, the, the main Women's March organization. So we attended a sister march. The main yeah. march was in Washington, D.C. Right. And yeah, that account that has like a million followers reposted us. So I was like, that's pretty cool. They see us. Yeah, 1.4 million followers. I looked it up. I was like, ooh, look at us. The dinner table moving on up, uh, uh, moving on up. Yeah, anyways, so... That was it. Oh, but this weekend, we, I mean, we did more than just that. I mean, I had a very eventful weekend and I want to hear about your pizza because I know you worked so hard to get in the pizza from Death by Pizza. Tell me all about it, girl. So before picking up the pizza, we stopped at Death or Glory for their Death or Gory Halloween pop-up. Um, so we wanted to check out their fun festive drinks and see all the decorations and kind of get in the spooky mood. So that was fun. Yep. So if you're looking to get in the Halloween spirit, that's a cool bar to check out right now. I will tell you that 
it's more of an experience and it's a little pricey. So don't be surprised. For sure, yeah. <laughs> You're paying for the experience. Yeah. Kind of like the Christmas pop-up bar that they do. So then we went over to um, Two Fat Cookies. They were serving Death by Pizza out of the breakfast window. It was really easy. I walked up. I showed them my confirmation. I told them my name. They handed me the pizza. Me and Tim were really good. And we used all of our will. And we didn't eat the pizza till we got home. What? That's like a 30 <laughs> minute drive. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you guys right now, totally honest, that pizza is worth it. It was so good. I ate the last two slices for lunch today. Oh my God. We got the bozo, which was the bolognese sauce and ricotta cheese. Oh my God. Every piece was just so buttery and fluffy and the sauce was sweet and it was cheesy. It was so good. I'm telling y'all it's worth it. You need to, if you have the opportunity, if you're near Delray, you need to order that pizza. Wow. I might have to change because I eat pizza on Friday nights. So it's like, I might have to change my to a like next weekend to a Sunday night pizza Mm -hmm. because they, you have to, you order it on the Monday, but you pick it up on the Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I saw your picture, like your, the picture like is legit. It looks like the other, you know, pizzas that they post, you know, how you get something and it doesn't look like how the pictures look. It's like, um, is this the right thing? Yeah, it's yeah, not little Caesars. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And then those tacos you posted, girl, you, your Instagram, like literally had me drooling this weekend. Where'd you get those tacos? Yeah. I ate a lot of food this weekend. <laughs> So Zapitos, which some of you may know, they have a location in Grandview. And I also talked about them at the green market with their breakfast tacos. And mm-hmm. I did say that one thing that the breakfast tacos might be a little bit better than their regular tacos. Yeah. I'm going to put my foot in my mouth because they're uh-huh. now doing a pop-up Friday and Saturday nights at a barbershop on military near 10th Avenue, which is close to my house. So I was like, Hey, we're hungry. Let's go. They have Berea tacos, which have been all over the internet. So it's basically a beef stew that they make. They pull the beef out, they shred it. They take the tortilla, they dip it back in the stew, and then they fry it. Oh my gosh. And then they put the meat in there. So now you've got the taco itself, and they serve it with the stew, and you dip the whole taco back into the stew before eating it. Oh my God. Those tacos were so good. Bruh. And now it's so dangerous to have Zapitos this close to my house on the weekends. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I make a taco date because you talking about it. I want tacos. But I also wanted to mention a few more food updates with you guys. Sassafras in downtown West Palm Beach has reopened. That is a Southern restaurant owned by the subculture group. Food is so good. Um, Papi Chulo's just opened a location in rural Palm beach. That's another taco place. I haven't tried it yet, but I've heard really good reviews. And then if you guys have ever been to Kimura in Boynton beach, the hibachi restaurant back in the day, you guys know the chef G unit, like you just know him. So he ended up starting his own business and he now has a trailer and he's doing his first event. October 26th at Copper Point. So you guys check out G's Hibachi. Support him. Eat local. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
So um, that is a lot of good spots that Samantha is suggesting. We're going to post all this information in our story. So be sure to follow us on Instagram at the dinner table podcast and yeah, all the updates will be there. And then for extra details, you have to go to Samantha's page at Sassy Foodie. So if you want more suggestions, because my girl, I'm telling you, she knows where to eat. And then follow at Charisma Dance Fitness to dance off all those calories, the dance fitness workout. We got to have a healthy balance, guys. We can eat, but, you know, we got to stay active. So that's what, that's why we're 50-50. That's why, you know, that's why we're here to feed you and to keep you active. Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it. I'm saddened to say that we won't um, have an episode next week. But I'm happy to say why, because it's my girl's birthday. Go, 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 It's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sip the party like it's your birthday. And you know, you know, it's your birthday. Woo. How old are you turning? Do you want to share? The Dirty 30. Hey. Welcome to the 30 Club, girl. Yes. So we are taking the week off to celebrate my 30th birthday. I hope you guys don't mind. <laughs> yes, guys. Um, but if you want to, you know, see our faces and stay included, again, follow us on social media. Samantha will be posting gatherings and get-togethers and celebrating will be on our social media. So follow us. Yes. I'm having a little staycation. At the W, but I can't meet you in the lobby. (laughs) I got to watch my back. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Cheers. So yeah, glasses up (laughs) and cheers to Samantha's Dirty 30. All right, guys. So our next episode will be premiering on election day. So don't forget to vote. Um, You have a few options. Early voting has started this week, so you can do it that way at the many locations throughout Palm Beach County or wherever you live. Right. Or you can take your mail-in ballot to the supervisor of elections office, or you can drop it in the mail, or you can vote on election day, November 3rd. Vote, 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 vote. Peace, guys. Until next time.